I lifted, no pun intended, that weight off my shoulders of constantly being concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I don't feel well and I'm supposed to eat better and uh, it's all so hard. And then you look, you look at yourself poorly. When I would look at myself, I'd be disappointed in myself. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit I am really excited to have Linda Weiss as a guest on the show today. She's a busy business owner and someone who has a reputation for making fitness a priority in her life and for being a ray of sunshine to her customers, friends, and family. I had the privilege of working with her personally for the last couple of years as her trainer and um, doing so virtually for the past year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And just recently had the privilege to meet up with her while she was at the store she owns, hiding in the storage closet, seriously, um, for the interview. So listen for the phone ringing for her doggies, Oliver and Sasha barking in the background, and for some interruptions when her expertise was needed. As Linda talks about her successes and failures, there are a few themes that I want you to listen for because I think that they're really going to have an impact on you in your pursuit of good health and fitness. First of all, the power of self-talk and how it can be used to your advantage. Secondly, listen as she talks about how you need to lean on your tribe for support. And then number three, making sure that this is about long-term habit change rather than quick results. Linda has gotten some awesome results, and she's going to talk about that, but she is going to also tell you about the little steps that she took along the way and about how her focus was on long-term change. Before we get started, um, if you haven't done so already, I'm going to ask you to please subscribe or follow this podcast so you can make sure that you get notified whenever we drop a new episode and if you're feeling really generous um, give us a really nice rating as well Um, that will help other people to discover this show and help us to keep on moving forward with our goals to help as many people as we possibly can with this scary thing called fitness. Now, here's my interview with our client, Linda Weiss. Your family and friends know you to be somebody who's very passionate about fitness. 
you bet they, <laughs> they do. And that is evidenced by the fact that I post almost every day. Yeah. If I, if I've eaten something healthy, if I've, um, if I've worked out, which is almost every day, then I will take a picture and then I will post it and I hashtag it humorously yeah. to keep it entertaining and they watch for it. Absolutely. So they're aware. Yeah. So, um, we want to talk a little bit about your story, your journey, and um, even some of the things outside of exercise that you found to be really important for you. So um, first, maybe we could just start with where you were at, what was going on before you started to make your, your health such a big priority in your life. I, in my adult life, I've always struggled with my weight, always. Uh, and it was frustrating. And I tried some weight loss programs that were okay for a while, mm -hmm. but then inevitably the weight came back on. Uh, there just wasn't balance. And my husband and I took um, a trip uh, north um, in Wisconsin to see the leaves uh, eight years ago. And we stopped at Lambeau Field on the way back and they have the, um, the statue where it's like the fans when you jump and do the Lambeau leap. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't jump up on the ledge. And so Ed just took a picture of me standing in front of it and I saw it and I'm like, how did this happen? I, I, I was, I, I don't know if I was necessarily embarrassed, but I was disappointed in myself that I had, I had gained so much weight and uh, he and I chatted about it. And uh, I said, I think that I need to start working out and training. And he actually went and found a place for me to do that. And right out of the gate, um, I, if I'm invested, I'm really invested. And so mm -hmm. from the beginning, I, if I train, I train every day and I did that right away. I started just on the treadmill. I was scared to work with anyone. Um, I don't know why, cause I was afraid I'd look stupid. Okay. And so I just treadmilled for probably a couple of years and immediately I saw a difference in my weight. The weight started to come off and I thought, wow. <laughs> Isn't that intriguing that, you know, you, you get active and then the weight comes it works. off. So um, <laughs> that started this whole seven, eight year journey that brings me to where I am today. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. So where are you today? Like, could you share some of the results that you're most excited about? I'm stronger and it may sound um, like a little thing, but I'm small. You can't tell because I'm in the closet and sitting down, but I'm only four foot 10 and very rarely can I help my husband with things, do things around the house. Um, it was hard to carry weights, um, heavy weights and move things in the house. And that was the first thing I noticed is that my strength was, was building up where um, I always say, no, I'm a strong girl. <laughs> I can help. I'm a strong girl. So I can lift things up and put them down and <laughs> So that was really the first thing that, that I noticed. Um, and this is a little bizarre, but um, as we'll probably talk about, I don't eat as healthy as some people would like me to eat. We don't, we don't have to talk about that. I mean, that's... that's but I try. But my numbers, when I go and I get my blood checked, mm -hmm. um, have um, become, they've raised so much. My cholesterol is, is so much better. And at my, the job I had before I opened the store, you um, went through a physical and then they decided how much you were going to pay for your health insurance. And they had like the bronze, the silver and the gold plan. And the gold plan was literally like 70% off 
the regular plan and okay. I qualified for the gold plan. Cool. Which was amazing. It was amazing that, that just working out was balancing everything in my body. And so that was, that was massive. Awesome. What <laughs> it, are... it also motivates. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I wanted to ask you about. Like some of the collateral benefits of the things that you've done, you know, changes that have happened within you, um, your relationship with yourself and what you've learned about yourself in the, in the process. In the past, before this all started, you know how on, um, on New Year's Eve, you do your New Year's resolutions. Okay. Yeah. And my <laughs> New Year's resolution was to always be better about saving money okay. and lose weight or be healthier. Usually it was just, I, at that time I was, I was seeing everything in my weight. I didn't realize it was more than that. So for years, that was always my New Year's resolution that I, I failed. And once I started this, I remember that, that second year, it took me about two years to really get comfortable with everything. I, I don't even know if I had a New Year's resolution that year, but it definitely wasn't be healthier mm. because I knew that I was doing that. So that to me, looking at myself and knowing I lifted no pun intended, that weight off my shoulders of constantly being concerned. Mm. You know, um, I, I don't feel well and I'm supposed to eat better and uh, it's all so hard. And then you look, you look at yourself poorly. When I would look at myself, I'd be disappointed in myself. Mm. And so it didn't happen immediately. This is a journey forever. I mean, if you want to stay healthy, you start doing this and you keep doing it. And that's the piece that was so that realization was awesome. It, it really was that if I just am consistent, then all these benefits stay with me and I don't have to do any big, big changes. I just do these things every day. Cool. I, I, I answered your question. Oh yeah, no, that was great. I think that's awesome. I mean, I mean, we're, I'm really interested in like the lessons that, that you have learned that you can share. And I think that's a big one it's a journey. Like it's never going to end. And throughout life, you sometimes read or see where they say, um, you need to do something 21 days in a row for it to become a habit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's really true or not, because I do this now so naturally. Uh, but at the beginning, those first 21 days of me being active, uh, it, it was a motivator. I'm going to get to those 21 days. I'm going to do it. And when I got to the 21 days, um, I thought, well, I should probably keep going since I hit tw the 21 days. And so it just proceeded from there where my, in this is also another thing that I thought was interesting was my body clock changed because I'm an early morning person for working okay. out. So I, for, Six years, I never had to set my alarm because my body woke me up at about four o'clock and, and then I was working out somewhere between 4.30 and 5. And literally, that, that was what my, my body said. And how cool was that? Because I'd get done and I could have time to clean the house or take a nap, but it freed up the rest of the day. My body knew it and it woke me up for that. Then I bought a business and that piece changed. <laughs> so I don't wake up at four o'clock anymore. But I still like the early morning things. Um, one of the lessons I learned is you you have to be comfortable with yourself. And if you're not comfortable with yourself, then you need to do something to change it. 
because just keeping thinking, keeping that thought process of, oh, I wish I ate better. Oh, I wish, you know, I was as healthy as the person down the street. Um, well, you can wish it all you want, but yeah. you, you need to do it. And again, you're not going to see the next day. You're not going to feel any different, but even a week down the road, you're going to look back and say, look what I've been doing for a whole week. You know, I've trained three times mm. in a week or I, mm. I ate healthier three times the past week. Look what I did. And then awesome. as you keep piecing those weeks together, yeah. then all of a sudden you're not looking at yourself like that anymore. You're not saying, I wish, I wish, I wish because you're doing it. So it's very cool. Yeah. It is. So, so you're almost like using that, those maybe what we might say are like negative feelings, using them for something positive, like taking some action in the direction right. you want to go. Yep. Because um, negative feelings can be very bad. Um, negative talk. That's how mm -hmm. I think we, a lot of times we hear about it is that negative self-talk yeah. is, is not good. And it's not that you're saying it out loud, you know, you're saying it in your head and, but you, you just, just a baby step. You just have to take a baby step and another baby step. So transformation doesn't happen overnight. Transformation mm -hmm. just goes on and on and on yeah. as, as you achieve things and then you work to achieve another thing. That's cool. Good. Um, I, I didn't really ask you to prepare for this one, but oh, um, as you were, yeah, as you were talking, I know um, your husband has been a huge support for you. Um, yes. And like, just, a, I mean, obviously a real blessing in your life in so many ways, but yep. Um, I'm curious, like what advice you might give to someone else to try to get that type of support in their life? Like what could they do to get other people on board with them in the changes that they want to make? I, um, I was lucky because from the start, um, Ed and I, my husband and I chatted about the situation that I was disappointed in myself for wh what I'd seen. And it was actually him that went out and found a place for me mm -hmm. to go. And so that was beneficial right from the start. But I am, I tell him and involve him and my friends because I have such a good support system around me. So I've always, I always lean on my, my tribe, that tribe around me. I tell them exactly what's going on. I mean, they know I have people that I deal with through my business that, that it's just business related, but because they follow me on Facebook, they know what I'm doing. And they support me on that. There was just the other day we were um, talking about scheduling something. And the comment from one of the ladies was, aren't you working out then? And it was, and I mean, and, you know, she's, nice. just a, she's a business friend, but she knew when there's a piece of it that there becomes expectations from the people around you, not intentionally, but just because mm -hmm. you've been telling them this story whether it's been on Facebook or you've just been telling your family what you've been going through, then you don't want to disappoint them, whether that's right or wrong, yeah. but that's a powerful motivator because you know, they know now. Yeah. And that's key. And so you, you need to talk to the people around you so they know what you're doing. And eventually you'll find the ones that are, are going to be at your back and yeah. um, remind you, support you say something to you, the simplest things like, um, you know, that's a new outfit that looks awesome on you. Or um, how much weight have you lost? Things like that. And you know, when you hear that, you're like, Yay, they noticed. So 
you can't just do it and all of a sudden expect that people are going to see it. You have to mm-hmm. do it and tell people what you're doing so they're watching for it. Okay. So, yes. Awesome. So having uh, even that, it sounds like that initial conversation where you were really open with Ed, your husband, yep. just like, yep. hey, here's how I'm feeling mm-hmm. and working then together as a team um, yep. to make a shift. Yep, exactly. That's really cool. Um, Nate, can you hold on one second? Yeah, sure. Sorry, there was an issue outside of the closet. <laughs> That's okay. So the lesson we were talking about is don't don't do fitness in the closet, basically. No, you really shouldn't do fitness like, in the closet. Like you should let people know what you're trying to do. Nice, nice one, Nate. <laughs> you, yes, you need to do your fitness out for everyone to see. Um, and there's because a real benefit to that. Yeah. There's a huge plus you should don't do anything alone. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Um, make sure you have a person or people that you can lean on that are going to support you because it's hard to do things all by yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we do the best when other people are, are part of the process. Exactly. Right? Exactly. No matter what it is, like you said. So cool. What, um, what other barriers did you have to overcome in the process? Anything else that you can um, think of? Even at that time, I believe I was 48 years old when I started um, this process I had not worked out, touched weights. Maybe I'd taken a few walks over the years since I was in college. And it, it is still a small barrier that I'm old. And for me to do what I'm doing, it, it's still evident that I'm old. <laughs> so, and I, I think about that sometimes that it's kind of funny, but it just means you work differently. So yeah. you know that your knees are going to bother you once in a while um, because you know, it's cold or rainy or whatever it is that affects your joints when you get old. However, um, I, I found that being stronger lessened those significantly. But at Mm. the beginning, there was that barrier of this is so hard. It's hard and it hurts sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll wake up the next day after you've done, um, you know, squats for the first time in 20 years that you're going to feel it the next day. But we always, I always tell myself it's a good hurt and it means muscles that I should have been using. I am now using, and they're just complaining a little bit. Mm, and then okay. the more you do it, awesome. the less that happens. Positive so self-talk that you're it, using. It really, yeah. the, for me, barriers were listening. I had to listen to my body and know, is it, t- it's telling me this or it's telling me this. And, uh, and listen to your body because otherwise you start to hurt and then you kind of don't want to do it anymore. And so you have to listen and you have to take care of yourself and you have to ask questions. If you're, if you're working with someone is call your doctor for goodness sake. Mm -hmm. I mean, let your doctor know you're going to make a change and you know, they should know that first of all, they'll be proud of you. Mm -hmm. And you know, second of all, you can say, Hey, you know, the back of my leg is really bothering me. Um, Is that normal? Okay. So, I think my biggest barrier is that I started doing this past middle age. And so I had to, to treat it that way. Um, the other, I'm trying to think of other barriers uh, that I went through. I'll tell you that even now, sometimes motivation. Um, and I was talking to someone about it just the other day that I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't want to get up and work out. <laughs> it's early and it's cold and the bed is warm. And, 
boy, talk about having to have self-talk. Get out of the bed and go <laughs> do it. Just do it. It's 30 minutes out of your day. I mean, it's microscopic. It's just yeah. 30 seconds, 30 minutes. So that's a barrier too. The shift to virtual training for you. Oh, I know, you know, as you were talking about like, Hey, it's it, just got to get out of bed. Like, I know you said like it's, yeah. it, and it's easier than ever. Cause now I'm training at home. Um, yeah. what has that meant to you? Um, and you know, what, what benefits have you found from being able to just work out right, right at home? Again, it, it's, it's looking at yourself and knowing what's important. So I, I think at the beginning, I, I waffled when I think I started straight uh, virtual training in July uh, was when I started it. And, and for obviously the right re- reasons to stay home and be safe and keep people safe. Um, and the thing is that at first, when you do it from home, you're thinking this is great, but then it's at home. And so, you know, you could sit on the sofa for a while and think about it. You could have, you know, you could decide you're going to have breakfast first and then accidentally take a shower after that. And then you can't work out because, you know, you're ready to go (laughs) to work. (laughs) So the time is now passed. But once I, I hate to keep beating on this, but once it's a habit, then it's a habit. Like now our back room is a gym. We've, we've slowly brought in different things that make training easier and, the technology that we use to train uh, is excellent. I mean, I honestly, right now, I don't, um, I, I may actually be better now that I'm training at home than when I was uh, training at a gym. Mm. Oh, I, I really, okay. I, I really, it's a comfortable place. And um, if I have to do something, I can run and do it and come back to it. So I, uh, I have had no problems with virtual training. If I, if I'm asked to make a choice, I'll stay with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. Thanks for sharing your, your thoughts on it. Um, kind of just wrapping up. If you could talk directly to somebody who is like, knows they need to make a change. They're on the fence. Um, mm-hmm. and they just don't know how to get started. Um, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? What advice would you give? It's easy for me to say, just do it. It, it is. It's easy because I'm, I'm doing it. But I remember um, at the beginning, a couple times where I was unsure, because sometimes I think the thought that's in the back of your head is this isn't going to work for me and you don't want to fail. I promise you that if you do this for a week and then you decide it's not for you, you are one week's healthier than most of the people on planet Earth just by doing it for one week. So that's the thing you have to keep in your mind. Don't go into it thinking that you're going to fail. You have to go into it thinking that you can make it whatever you want. It may turn out that, you know, you did like I did at the beginning. Walking on a treadmill is awesome. I mean, it really is. I happen to be a reader on the treadmill. And sometimes it got me in trouble because I forgot to stop walking on the treadmill. And I was late for something because I would get involved. So, you make it what works for you. For me at the beginning, mm-hmm. it was just the treadmill. And then I made little baby steps, don't starting doing the strength and the core training and getting a trainer. So you have to start. That's the only, that's the only thing I can say is mm-hmm. you just have to take the first step, whatever that first step is for you. And you, it's going to work because you can change it. Okay. I didn't like that. That was too hard. Then you find something that isn't as hard. 
And maybe for you, it's stretching for a couple months. Maybe that's all you do is once a day, you just stretch to get your body loosened up. It's something and it's better than mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. It really is. Cool. Was that a good answer? Um, yeah. Two thumbs Thank up. You. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> your answer is okay. your answer. Okay, cool. It is something that I am, I am passionate about. I, I am passionate about taking care of myself. I'm passionate about showing the people around me that look at me at my age, that mm -hmm. I can take this on and I can do it. Um, if I can do it, anybody can do it. With all the issues that I've had over the years, and I've had some health issues that have been much easier to bounce back from because I do this. Uh, yeah, if I can do it, you can do it. Awesome. Okay, let's take a few minutes just to recap some of those big lessons that we can take away from the interview we just heard with Linda. First of all, the power of self-talk and how you can use it to your advantage. Hey, here's the thing. Just like we talked about in the interview, the only way that you can benefit from self-talk or those thoughts and feelings about yourself that are floating around inside is if you listen and listen very carefully. And don't be afraid of some of those feelings that we might label as being negative, like guilt or regret. Because the reality is um, those are just signals that we should have made a different decision, right? So if we've been doing something that is giving us a result that we're, we don't want, that we're not happy with, then those feelings can be the beginnings of new actions down the road. Another theme that I asked you to listen for was the focus on long-term change rather than just quick results. And you got the sense that once Linda was ready to make a change, um, and she knew that it would be one that she made for the rest of her life, um, that helped her not to be in a hurry necessarily. Um, but just to make sure that she kept moving forward, just to make sure that she did something different that would get her going in the right direction, right? So we heard her talk about getting a gym membership and starting out in the gym, just walking on the treadmill while she was reading. Now, um, I'll be really honest. I will be really honest with you. As a personal trainer years ago, before I fully understood what this process was all about, um, if I saw Linda um, or, you know, someone like, like that just reading while they were walking on the treadmill, I, you know, I would have thought, and they should just stay home and read and save themselves the time that it took for them to come here um, because I felt like they weren't really getting uh, a, a big enough result. They weren't doing enough to get um, a result that they could be excited about. And, you know, to some extent, I get it, you know, uh, to this day, like, it, it makes sense. But um, the reality is, look at the result for Linda. She has gotten a big result. And she's made some huge changes. Um, and she did it because she started out in that place. 
She did it because she started out small, because she started out with something that she was comfortable with, something that she knew she could do, and something that she could enjoy doing. And it got her moving in the right direction, and she developed the habit. She developed the identity of someone who goes to the gym, even if they weren't working out the way the, you know, the, the jerky personal trainer thought they should be working out. She was moving forward. And that's a huge takeaway. I know we talked about that before um, in the previous episode um, of this podcast where we talked about taking, taking tiny steps, building tiny habits in order to move in the right direction. Um, there's nothing that is too small to be celebrated when it comes to the things that you do to move forward in being healthier and living a more active lifestyle in making changes that are going to contribute to your long-term health and wellness. Nothing is too small to be celebrated. And when we have the right focus on that long-term process, that's when we end up getting the exciting results. And the final theme, the one I ask you to listen for, and the one upon which we decided to um, title this episode was to lean on your tribe for support. Um, I thought it was just awesome that Linda shared with us not only how she was feeling um, at the outset of her journey, but the conversation that she had with her husband at the beginning to tell him how she was feeling and what she intended to do and to ask him for support. And she shared that with us because she believes that that's been a huge part of her success. And so we joked a little bit about it in the episode, you know, don't, don't do fitness in the closet. Um, don't hide the fact that you're trying to make changes because when you get other people involved, um, first of all, you become accountable to them to make progress. You know, they're all expecting something of you, and that's very positive uh, pressure that you can initiate, that you can exert on, yourselves, uh, on yourself by getting other people involved, by letting them know what you're trying to do. And the other thing is that you get the people closest to you involved in the process. You can have a conversation with them and ask them for their support. Tell them how you've been feeling. Tell them why this is so important to you and ask them if you can count on them for their support in the process. And when we do that, the environments that we find ourselves in as we're with those individuals um, become much more subject to us making adjustments for the sake of our health and fitness and wellness that we might otherwise have been afraid to try to make. And we would have um, perhaps, you know, made, made some, some decisions that we regretted because of doing that. Um, some things that didn't move us closer to our aspirations. So uh, just a parting thought, what I would ask of you to do. And, and the, the one lesson, if there's one thing that you take away from this um, episode and there's one thing that you do differently, I, I would like for it to be this. If you want to make big changes in, in your fitness, in your health, and in your wellness, 
then think about the people that are closest to you and make sure that you let them know. Let them know what you want to do, why it's so important to you, and ask them if you can count on them for their support. Get them involved in the process with you. You know, they may not want to make the same changes that you want to make, but they can certainly help you along the way. They can encourage you. They can expect great things from you. They can check in on you. They can help to hold you accountable. Um, And leaning on your tribe in that way, in Linda's words, um, will certainly contribute to your success. Hey, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today, um, for all your support. Um, I would ask you to do one thing. If there's something that you'd like answered in a future episode or any way that I can personally support you in getting started with fitness or in um, having the answers that you need in order to keep going, please reach out to me. Um, You can send me an email right to my inbox, nate at beginwithin.fit. I promise you I'll get back to you. I can't wait to hear from you soon. And see you right here next time on the Begin Within podcast. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you get the results you deserve.